you notice that our readings this weekend is from year A because we have catechumens that will be welcomed into the sacrament, the life of the church, this Easter. That is why the readings are from year A, though we are in year C. And from the readings, you say it is about water. What is it about water in these readings? There are so many things we can talk about water, but the Gospel of John tells us so much with the story of the Samaritan woman, the woman at the well. And with that story, we see layers of meaning, a kind of a symbolism or allegory. You know, John is trying to use this story with all the parts to bring out the divine life of Christ, the divine life he's coming to share, not only with this woman, but with every one of us. And you see how the reading started. Jesus went into Samaria, just a little bit of that. Samaria is uh, one of the provinces of uh, Jewish territory. You know, um, uh, Palestine is about 120 miles long, and it consists of three provinces, uh, Judea up in the south, Samaria in the middle, and Galilee in the north. And for anyone to move from Judea to Galilee, it's just about three days. But because of this hatred going on between the Jews and Samaria, most of them would avoid going through Samaria and go around it to the East Jordan for them to get to Galilee because, you know, uh, all of the stories about the Assyrian exile. When that happened, some of the pagans who were imported that replaced the, Jew, uh, the Jews in Samaria, they mingled and intermarried, and because of that, uh, it is said the racial poverty was lost, and also the religious practices. And because of that, that tension grew between Samaria and the Jews. You can see that coming out in the reading when that woman said, how can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, of course, Jesus is not expected to talk to a woman, because at that time, rabbis do not talk to women. And so because of that tension, uh, you know, they avoid going through Samaria, they go around it. So a journey that would have taken three days would take them about six days to do. But here is John presenting this story. Jesus is intentional in going into Samaria, a kind of entering into the deserted places, the rejected ones, the forgotten, the lost, those cast out, those nobody would like to relate with them. He is intentional to go into those territory to seek them out, to reach out to them. So that intentional moving into Samaria is the divine life of Christ that is thirsting for you and I. In Psalm 63, the word of God tells us, my soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. So he is thirsting, the divine life is thirsting for every one of us. That is the intentional moving into Samaria, into the darkness of my heart, into the various regions that we may be afraid that Christ is coming into. So Christ moves into this place 
sitting at the well and waiting for this woman to come. So to offer to her that divine life, the living water. This woman is well known in the community. Of course, going to the well at noon, that is not a good time for anybody to go to the well. People normally go to the well either in the morning or late in the, after, late in the evening. But this woman going to the well in the afternoon also tells us something about her life. You know, one that a kind of a public sinner, nobody wants to uh, relate with her. And if you read the long version of the scripture, you will discover she's been married for five times. And even the one she was living with is not even uh, her husband. She's not married to her. So you can imagine for the first century Jews, a kind of uh, woman who has been you know, engaged in that kind of uh, uh, scandalous activities. So here is Christ inviting that woman to share all of that uh, dysfunction, all of that shame, to lay it down at the well. So he can offer her the divine life, the wellspring of life, the living water. And there the conversation begins. And Christ invited her to life of faith. Only if you know he who is asking you for water, you would have asked for the living water. And the living water is the gift of the Holy Spirit. John tells us in John chapter 7, we talk about the living water. It is the divine life of the Holy Spirit that when and once we receive, we are able to go out into the village like this woman did to invite others to come and see the man who has told me everything. Come and see the man. You know, the divine life, once we participate in it, challenges us to go and become missionaries. Come and see the man. In the beginning of John's gospel, when Andrew encountered Christ, he went back and told others, we have found the Messiah. And all the disciples, even after the life of Christ, they went out through the world to announce the good news. Just like our seminarian already read for us. You know, the vocation, every one of us at the end of Mass, we are asked to go and proclaim the good news with our lives, of course, with what we say and how we behave. But this divine life is also demanding. It is demanding in the way that when Christ was inviting this woman to share in the divine life, uh, this woman uh, was asked, oh no, she left her water jar. The well is a kind of representing all of us, thirsting for something, you know, in life we are looking for satisfaction. What is it we wanting to? Every time we run into that to get a little bit of satisfaction, but we never get that. It could be perhaps an addiction to drug, TV, pornography, whatever it is that we want to all the time, like this woman running to the well, and she was never satisfied. But once she discovered the living water, she was able to lay down the water jar, left all those obstacles, preventing the flow of divine life, the flow of divine grace. She left the water jar there. That is the invitation Christ is giving to us. Because Christ sitting at the well 
is also a symbol of Christ coming to marry us. It is a sign of marriage. Go back to the Old Testament. Moses found his wife at the well. Isaac found his wife at the well. And Jacob also found his wife at the well. You see that symbolism of Christ sitting at the well. Now, as the bridegroom who is coming to enter into marriage with the whole of humanity, this woman, of course, symbolizing uh, the bride, which is the church, but also a symbol of the whole humanity because she is half pagan and also half Jew. But the Son of Man has come to enter into that, to share the intimacy of his life with all of us, to seek out what was lost, and to save sinners. Uh, you read that in the story of uh, uh, Zacchaeus in the Gospel of Luke chapter 19, verse 10, that the Son of Man has come to seek out what was lost and to save all. So that is the divine life Christ is sharing with us so that in the marriage feast of the Lamb, this woman can share not only the living water of baptism, but also to share like the catechumens we share in the table of the Eucharist. There are so many other layers that we can look at, but because of time, we're just going to, um, I give you, like, when you get home, read more of this story. There are so many uh, symbols and uh, layers that the gospel is inviting us to, but it is about the divine life of Christ that he is sharing and asking of all of us to be part of. As we gather around the table of the Eucharist, we pray with the psalm that today we hear his voice, just like this woman who heard his voice and went in to the village to invite others. May we not harden our hearts. Rather, like the deer that yearns for the running spring, so may we thirst and yearn for the Lord our God. Amen.